Barbara Success, brought to you by Craig Charles of Crown Cuts Academy, JC, Crown Cuts Academy, Bristol, Craig's Crown Cuts Downtown, JC. Spreading love the Tri-Cities ways is one way, but the only way spreading love the Crown Cuts way. Today, we're going to drop some gems at you, let you earn the crown, and like my man says, do what? Mr. Miyagi moments. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but we're going to bring back our co-host, but I'm going to let my guests introduce themselves before my co-hosts who are back from their trips and their vacation just talk and let the world hear their voices again. Uh, Pastor Aaron T. Murphy, um, I'm involved in a lot of different things. I'm just glad to be here today with the legend, Mr. Craig Charles. Thank you for putting the city on the map. We appreciate you, and I'm glad to be back. Johnson City is a lovely place, man. I yes, wish sir. people can come and visit one and see how yes, beautiful sir. our mountains are. Hey, it's a great thing. And guys, where you guys been? Introduce yourselves. Almost <laughs> seemed like you guys have been gone for a long time. Hey, my fields, I'm your barber. Been gone two weeks. I've been to Outer Banks. I've been on the exact opposite part of the United States from, from Jordan. From from California? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. East yeah, and I West. You understand metaphors. When I was around, he threw your alley. You're supposed to catch it yeah, and run with it. Yeah, I know. You know, Jordan Bar. Come on, Ben Simmons. Jordan Bar. Airball and layups. I just got back from California, had a good old time, great vibes out there, met great people, had a good old time at Barbican. Um, had I just want to say thank you to everybody that's uh, you know, probably that's been checking up on me and everything. So um, you know, it's good to be back. You know what we gotta get? I just thought of we gotta get some cards. So when we leave, we can just give it to people. Like when you go to Barbican, you can hand up your cards saying Jordan Bar, co-host of Barbican Success. Check us out. And just have the little scan, like a little scan thing on the yeah. take you straight to the podcast. Yeah. They had the thing on your phone. What's that thing? Is that Ryan has? I don't want anybody touching my phone. No. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> Give him a card. <laughs> you talking about Dot. I think it's what it's called. Yeah. yeah. Airdrops it to him. I'm scared of that. I feel like you, people, because people take your information. They got that thing where they touch your phone and take all your information. Hey, man. Snag, mm-hmm. Snatch you up. But anyway, man, Barbacar Success where we just give you information for the casual observer, person who wants to get into barber school, cosmetology school, aesthetics and nails, the person who's looking to find out about the craft, what should we do? How can we get into it? How can we navigate this six to 12 months? Where can we get information to help us just level up? What do we need to do to level up? Check us out. But today we have a special episode. We're going to talk about you can't reap and sow at the same time. This is our faith-based podcast, talking about the importance of having that man upstairs above you and having him guide you. Because you got to lead by faith and not sight. That's what they say, right? Oh, yes, sir. That's it. So I know we've been talking about this episode off air. We just dropped so many things about it. It's like we just couldn't wait. So what about this episode that you couldn't wait about? Am I? Uh, first of all, I'm gonna say we know we got a lot of people listening from all different places, all over the world. Yes, and people believe what they believe, and what we're doing is just sharing what we believe. Yes, right, and this is what gets me through every single day. And I was excited to share this episode because I know I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be able to take one step in this world without you know what God has done for me. Period. Like it's just hands down, God gave me barbering. I was miserable. I asked for something. I said, Yo. Let me get some, anything. And that's what he gave me, and I'm blessed. And, and a lot of times we don't understand how those things miraculously started. Mm-hmm. Even to talk about where we started our friendship, how we came about. And I want you to talk about that because that's going to lead, that's going to uh, be a precursor for what we're getting ready to jump into. Oh, go ahead and speak about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we never talked how me and Craig met. Um, I was supposed to go and take my barber's exam. Uh, of course, I started off as an apprentice, so I was a little, I was re- re- a little, I was really intimidated about taking my licensing test in a different state. In a different state, so uh, I had gotten some help uh, at the current school Craig owns. It was owned by a previous woman named Miss Ann, um, and the my person who was uh, my apprentice, apprentice. I don't know how you how you would say that, but anyways, uh, was supposed to hook me up with Miss Ann, and she was supposed to train me for my barbering barbering test. Well. Things happened. She passed away a week before my test. Right. So I'm 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 scrambling. I don't know what to do. You know, I'm going to take my test. I have no idea what's on the test. I don't even know what the test looks like. So I happen to know that, you know, being on social media, being advice is why social media is important and there's positives from it. I followed a school in Johnson City, which happened to be Crown Cuts Academy. 
right? Yep. Crown Cuts Academy. So me and my scrambling decided reaching for anything I could reach for. I sent a message to this school in Tennessee, which I knew I was taking a Virginia license, but I'm like, give me some. I need some. So I sent a random Instagram message to Crown Cuts Academy. And I said, listen, I'm getting ready to take my test. I was supposed to have somebody help me. I have nobody to help me. We help me. And I had no idea who's on the other end of that message. I just got a, you know, come to the angel. They're like, yeah, we got you. <laughs> <laughs> I got to assume it was Craig sending the message. Yeah. I got to assume. So I show up. I have no, I've never been to school in my life. I didn't, didn't know who owned it. Met Craig. And as soon as I met Craig, we started having these conversations. It was a conversation about some current event that was happening at the time, but the conversation was just so dope and organic and real, you know, and I felt, felt so comfortable speaking to him. Like I didn't have, there, there was no malice there. There was, it was almost, almost took me back a little bit. I'm like, well, Craig, who's this, you know, nobody's this cool. You know, it's like, but as I got to know Craig and grow, our relationship grow, he asked me to come on a podcast and I was, I, was, I left after the podcast. I was like, man, that was cool. I was like, you know, we really vibed. I was like, I wonder if he, I wonder if I could be a co-host of the podcast. Lo and behold, Craig messaged me, calls me probably about a month later. I was like, hey, I'm taking some interviews for a co-host. Uh, I was considering you. And I was like, I already decided I was going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, already, I already ran this scenario in my mind. Come and that's, that's why me and Craig always, I tell Craig it was written. Right. Everything that's happened so far, it was written. And that's where this faith comes from because everything that's happened in my life to this point, I know that when God puts it in front of me, I don't ignore it. I don't walk away from it. If I see it, it's there. I address it just like, you know, I just met the lawyer. I didn't know he was a lawyer. I never met this dude. Dude's in flip-flops and khakis. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know he's a lawyer, but I'm like, hey, what do you do? What's your name? You know, when people put, when God puts people in front of me and things or opportunities in front of me, I don't ignore it because I know that it's something that he wants me to address. So, And that's what we talk about. We always talk about trusting the process. And when you have a strong faith, you, you unequivocally, you should be able to trust the process, understand mm-hmm. And realize when you put in the work, when you work hard, you you you, you constantly sow, you are going to reap. That's what this podcast is about. Right. And a lot of times people don't understand that things happen for a reason. Mm-hmm. Things happen for a reason and it's not always going to be on your side because adversity helps build character. And if you don't want to, if you don't understand that, and appreciate those times when things are being done and being manifest into your life, it almost puts you in a position where you want things for nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's why I tell people, do you want a participation trophy? There's a season for everything. So understand the season and so, so understand the season and so because there's going to be rainy season, there's going to be dry season. So. And if you, I mean, and it's like growing up, like if you picked up a book and it said, this man became king and they all lived happily ever after. That'd be a boring book. <laughs> Nobody want to read that book. Right. Your story, the, the more adversity you have in a story, the more interesting the story is. And we try to relate this and correlate this to school. How understanding it's a process to school. It's a process to school and understand when you come in for the first time, you're not going to grasp and pick up everything in the first two weeks. You're not going to grasp and pick up everything in the first three months or even six months or even a eight months, even a year of school, you're still sowing. You are still building. And it's a process to that. So a lot of your frustration comes in when you compare yourself to other students and seeing that your hands are not manifesting or catching up to your memory. It's a process. Understand it takes time. And don't make the situation uncomfortable for the instructors, for the other students, or even for the whole school because you are in an uncomfortable growing stage. Right. You know what? I'm excited to be here today talking about faith. Faith without works is dead. By far. And it's impossible to please God without faith. But when we go back to the book, the good book, in Genesis chapter 8, verse 22, it says, While the earth remains, seed, seed time and harvest time, cold mm. and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. These things will always remain. These things will always exist in the earth. That is what God has set up. And uh, as my man said, you can't you can't sow and reap at the same time. Mm-hmm. What is, what is he really what is he really saying? Let's unpack that. To effectively sow, you don't need to be worried about reaping. Mm-hmm. To effectively reap, don't focus on sowing. But whatever season you're in, especially if you're if you're sowing. 
somebody else going to be reaping, but celebrate as they reap their harvest. A lot of times we don't want to celebrate and congratulate somebody else when they're doing good and no. they're reaping their harvest and they're getting their bankroll. Mm -hmm. Amen, church. But at the same time, there is a investment period. As, as, as Craig said, there's an investment period. You, you need to invest in yourself. You need to encourage others to stay on the battlefield. Keep your hand to the plow and don't look back because your season of reaping shall come if you keep sowing. Amen. And understand that, hey, it's a process. It's a process. It's a process that we all need to go through. It's a process that's going to mold us and make us be appreciative of things that we're going to get in the end. Because, again, why would you want to go through a gestation period and not cultivate and not scrap and not put your hands in the dirt and dig it up and make it work. If you don't want to do that, you just want to go through a, a, a situation and everything is handed to you. That's the time when you're going to get the participation trophy and you're not going to be proud of that. You're not going to be able to, you're not going to be proud to tell someone I went through this period. I went through to be a Navy SEAL and I didn't do none of the work. Right. They just gave right. me a certificate gave it to you. at yes. the end. Why would you want that? And it's the same thing like school. Why would you not want to go through all the process of being a master barber? Why would you not want to go through of doing all your practicals? Why would you not want to go through of doing everything that is asked of you? Why would you want to miss days and delay your progress? When those things happen, you're not giving your all. So you shouldn't worry about the next person being ahead of you. The next person who was cultivating and reaping what they sowed. Come on now. What do you think, Jordan? As you're hearing us, this whole situation <laughs> unfold. Aston. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's kind of like what uh, Emma was saying. Uh, you know, if they, somebody wrote a book and it was just jumped straight to the conclusion, I mean, it's going to be a boring book because, I mean, when I, growing up, I felt like I always have, was always the one that had to work harder for everything because, um, I mean, I always I used to always pray and wonder why. For I mean, for me personally, I thought my life was kind of hard growing up when I was younger, just because I felt like it took me a lot longer to catch a hold of certain things. So as I got older, I've kind of learned and it built me, I guess my the foundation of myself. So as I got older, I kind of got used to being that dude that's always working harder for everybody else. Mm -hmm. So now. I'm at the point now where it's I'm comfortable with being uncomfortable. And you understand work. Yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. not it's not I don't have to think about it. Like it's just so it's so natural to me now that I'm gonna give my hundred percent all the time. Like even that's something that football taught me. That's something from growing up taught me. Like as it, that's always been. Like and the thing is I I'm not gonna like bash on everyone because some people just don't know how to work. Some people just didn't have that person around them to give them that foundation to have a work ethic. And that's not your fault sometimes. But the, the key to getting what you want, there has to be some type of work ethic. The key to evolving to the person that you want to be, the key to being on the top of your game. And I know like, um, I don't know if it's Rick Ross who said it to, um, in one of his songs. You wasn't with me when I was shooting in the gym. You wasn't with me when I'm shooting in the gym. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so I said, <laughs> but I said I have to say this: people don't see those times, the gestation period when you working behind the scene, when you just not in the school working, because you have to develop and evolve your skill. You have to develop that work ethic. You have to evolve and develop those things to get you where you need to be. Yeah. It's not just gonna come to you. You have to. Put your hands into it. And then when it becomes muscle memory, you'll start. And even as you get older into this industry, or whatever industry you may be in, you still require some continual education because learning don't just stop. Yeah. Learning don't just stop when you feel that you have a grasp of it because only thing that's constant is what? Yeah. Change. And, and God, yeah. yeah. But change is the only thing that's constant. And when things are constant with the new trends and the new things that's going on, you have to keep up with it. You got to keep up with it. So we have to continuously understand that that higher power is there that's going to guide us with the guidance that we have and we need. But we have to work as well because fate without works is dead. Yeah. yeah. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. 
And as things continue to evolve, we got to surround ourselves with folks that will help push us forward. You know, if you hang around a lot of lazy folk, what's that going to make you, right? When have you ever seen chickens hang around eagles? Right. Right? If you want to be an eagle, where you hang around? Eagles, right? And so there's a time you got to push yourself beyond your comfort zone. As a man said, you got to be comfortable with being uncomfortable, right? Continuing to evolve. There's, I had to enter into a season where I had to reinvent myself because pastors with cr- clergy collars and robes wasn't really reaching nobody no more. <laughs> Come on, somebody. That's true. Well, That's pulpits and, and pews wasn't reaching anybody anymore. And so, like, taking after the evolving of how can you be effective in what you do, you have to meet people where they are. Of course. And that's big. That's major. I mean, as a gestation period, you got to meet people where they are. And people understand that everybody wants something for nothing. And I I almost want to, like, buck the trend and say that it's this generation because I think this has been going on from day one where there's some people who always want to be in the back but want to take credit for people who put in the hard work because if we go back to even like the um all inventors in like the 1800s who who was illiterate who didn't have the proper knowledge to go and patent their material or the things they invented somebody else took advantage of it right took benefit for it so i think those things has been around for a long time where people want something for nothing right 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 because there's too many people who have made stuff inventions that we have seen that don't get credit for it well you you look at how the world's set up today you can sign up for a credit credit card and get fifty thousand flyer miles Mm -hmm. you know it's stuff's given to you on the front end you scratch a card you good my man yeah i'm straight (laughs) you scratch a card you're you're an instant winner and i did a wheelie on the show (laughs) y'all about seeing you bust my head through the wall i saw that angel The wings, he, but he, he, he had faith. I ain't leaning he back. Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> lean, lean on the Lord. I see yes, you. Yes, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to your point, I was thinking of a song when you were saying that because my dad's listening. My dad's older and listening to classic music. And there's this song called The Beat Goes On, right? And in, in the song, he says, there'll always be something new to keep the tables turning. So, like, sometimes the old beat ain't going to get people dancing sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to make a new beat to get people to start moving their feet again, right? right? And some people are 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 against the new beat. They don't want to bucking it. Like, nah, this beat was good. We don't need another beat, right? And those people get lost and they die out. Kind of like sometimes with the church, the same people doing the same thing. Yeah. Got the same old people preaching the same salvation sermon to the same people that's been coming straight. If you ain't saved now, you ain't going to be saved. <laughs> hey, 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 box fades and rat tails are coming back. Hey, oh, oh. don't bring the rat tail back. <laughs> Leave the rat tail dead. So, <laughs> so at church yesterday, this guy came, um, and his name is Charlie Thompson Sr., and he's from Little Rock, Arkansas. And this guy, he was so amazing. It just moved me. I use any type of anything that I can see or be around as motivation to hold my feet to the fire, just to hold me accountable. And just by him talking about his story and talking about how his wife, his kids, and what he's been through, that gives me a new form of motivation every day to live my life better and to just continuously evolve and do good things. And when I realistically say I don't have bad days. I mean that. And I heard him say that yesterday. And this guy, Charlie Thompson, he's paralyzed from the waist, from the from the neck down. He was in an accident in 2005 where his car flipped. And before this happened, this guy was muscle-bound, strong. He was a, a personal trainer. And he was the, the epitome of what most men want to be. Abs out, ripped up. And then he's sitting there yesterday in his in his chair, in his wheelchair in front of the church talking about, um, I am so happier today than I ever been, even before I was paralyzed, when I was a physical trainer. I was that picture of me right there, I was not happy. But you see the picture of me in the neck brace laying on the on the hospital bed, that's the smile that I have today. Because God is using me and using my voice to understand that, hey, I have a purpose of what as well. And my purpose is to minister to people and let people understand, hey, it's okay. It's okay to understand what patience is. Because here's this guy who he can't use his arms. He can't use his legs. And he is teaching people about patience. So what is that? What is exactly a bad day? It's a bad day when you're in the classroom 
and the instructor asks you to do some palm rods or do a, a roller set and you feel frustrated because you can't. Is that a bad day? No, it just means you're learning, man. That's all it is. What is patience? What do you think, Mr. Murph? Man, I, to your point, I don't believe I don't believe in bad days. Everything God made was good. He created today. Everything he touched is good. There's no such thing as a bad day. You may see that day as bad because of an experience or an outlook you have on something. Right. But every day is good, and we should capitalize on the opportunities that God has given us. Of course. But that's what you said, what is patience? I mean, patience means different things to different people, especially I can't imagine myself in this brother's shoes. Right. Because we were talking earlier, what happens if, if your wife don't want to feed you no more or, or, or help you get to the bathtub or, or, or to the toilet? You know what I mean? He, he, he tr- got to wait on it, right? And, and that's what he said yesterday. My faith is not in my wife. I love her, but my yeah. faith is in God. Come on. Amen. That's good. Because dad, she can leave any day, but he will be there all at all times. My dad always told me, put your faith in God because man will let you down. And that includes one man. <laughs> <laughs> but understand the process of right. Of, of of what we trying to do and trying to just give somebody hope and let them understand that hey it's okay because what what is a bad day what is what is a bad day and this guy sitting in a chair and right. in front of the church and saying hey I don't have bad days and people in the church are like ah oh, ah oh, bless his heart and he's like man I'm good I am good I am happy I got a peace of mind I have a peace of mind I am good. I understand patience. I've thought about that. I've thought about like I've 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 literally sat back and looked at my hands and been like, yeah, I can cut hair and I can provide for myself. But what if I ain't had no hands? Right. What if an accident happens and I ain't got no hands? Then what? And I've thought about those things before, you know. And this guy, his whole life was his body. You know, yeah, what I'm saying, you yeah. know, you know, he's building bodies, working with people, working out with people, and he lost he lost his livelihood. He didn't just lose. He didn't just lose his ability to move. He right. lost his ability to make money for himself. He lost his livelihood, you know? And it's like when when you cling to something, when you cling to something, you're setting yourself up to be having it taken away from you. So that's why that's why you should should take you that's why you should be consider yourself blessed to be able to wake up every day. Even though you 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 losing money in school right now because you're in school, you're you're you're, you're sowing you're sowing seeds for the future, there you go. and you just need to focus on what you're sowing right now. The the perm rods. You need to focus <laughs> on the the anatomy lessons. Lord help us. Right. The, yeah. the consultation. The consultation. The role playing. How to treat and talk to customers. Because one day you're gonna sow. You're gonna reap. You're gonna reap what you sow. The work right. that you put in. And if you halfway sowing, if you only halfway putting out seeds. Then you can't blame nobody but yourself when you go to reap, and you ain't reaping as much as Jordan reaping. <laughs> so, and, then, I mean, and then we get mad at the harvest that that, that we we receive. Yeah, you mad at the sun because you yeah. ain't because you because you seeds in grow, but right, you but right. you were halfway but sow you, it. Yeah, but you halfway sowed it exactly, right? But think about that. He was saying he was good, and you made a comment like, "Man, this guy right here in the position that he can't help himself," but he is. He is saying that. The whole, I didn't feel bad for him at no time because once he told me he is good, I believed him. Right. He's like, I am good. And I'm like, man, I went up after church and shook his hand. He just wasn't a shell. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. just something to protect he, he, He's like, yo, I am good. And you, he's telling people, I am good. When you tell someone you are good, a lot of times we don't realize people tell us things and we like try to badge him and, and have him like, yo, are you sure you're good? Yeah, I'm good. Just because we think that they're not good, right? Yeah, like just right. in our mind that we think they're not good. And this guy's like, my livelihood. What is? What was his livelihood? His. He said that wasn't. He said um. And this was interesting, and it was kind of. And most people don't like to talk about this in church, and he made people feel uncomfortable. He said that man right there. Had a sexual problem. And I was asking God to release me, and he said, "I know y'all don't like talking about sex in church." Y'all do it, but y'all like talk about it. Why can't we? <laughs> Just like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, <laughs> but he's like, I don't have that no more. Yeah. I was praying to be released from that. And I am good. My livelihood is to minister and talk to people because I have a good voice. A lot of times I'm on the phone talking to people and people are always saying, you got that great voice. They don't know if I'm paralyzed or not. Mm-hmm. They always, I have, you have a great voice. You got a great voice. And he's like, thank you. 
You know what? I was watching the um, I was watching the um, UT Kentucky football game this past weekend. Not trying to date the podcast, but I'm a huge UT Vol fan. I enjoy football. I love the orange and the and the white. Shout out to UT. Um, but you look at all the referees on the field, right? There was a touchdown that was kind of up in the air. But I realized there were many referees on the field for a reason because they see that play at different angles. Mm -hmm. And so that's like our life, right? Our life plays out. And sometimes God will allow us to be in a different position on the field to see life differently, mm -hmm. right? When you saw the brother this past Sunday, he sees life from a different angle, from a different perspective, whereas he saw it from bodybuilding. He saw it from six packs and abs and all these different things, but he's seeing it from a wheelchair. Now he sees life differently. And there are times we can be a prison to our perspective to where we are on the field. And we see life a certain way. Mm -hmm. But if you change your perspective, you sit in a different place on the field and you view life, you might see it a little differently. Amen. You'll see life as good. Yes, sir. And, and that's major. And I didn't think of it like that. You know what I mean? He's looking at it to, two different perspectives. And the perspective he's at, right, he's like, I'm good. I am straight. 50-yard line is a lot better than a nosebleed, right? <laughs> Especially when you're sitting right up on the field. <laughs> <laughs> and But but just, I say I have to say this. That that just motivates me to understand, hey, you're in a good position. Life is good. Life, and then I heard um, Joe Rogan said something um, the other day, too. He's like, most people are chasing this thing that they can't get. Hmm. He's like, once you reach a certain place in life, just be happy because that 1,200 square feet apartment is going to feel just the same as that 14,000 square foot house. Sometimes a 14,000 square foot house feels more lonely. You feel more yeah, happy. There you, go. you know what I mean? You're going to feel the same way because you can have a bed, right. you can have a couch, you can have a TV. I mean, you can't just take the sun out the sky and put it in the house. Right. If you can do that, that'll be something different. Yeah. But everything is pretty much the same. But it's just a, it might be more accessible, it might be bigger picture, a bigger TV, but you're still going to have the same experience that I have, even if I looked at it in a 25-inch TV, you look at it in a 78. Mm. We still seeing the same thing, the same perspective. We still seeing the same touchdown. Yeah. We yeah. still seeing Henderson Hooker throw it up there. Come on now. And what's that receiver name? Jalen Hyatt. Yeah, he go up there and get it. And get the hundred yards the past five games. Yeah. And I can still tell you the same story when we in the barber barbershop. I can tell you the same story when we are working at UPS. I can tell you the same story if we working at Walmart. Your story cannot be too different than mine because your house is fourteen square feet and right. mine's is twelve hundred. Right. We having the same experience. Yeah. And in those moments, what you're talking about, looking at it from a different perspective, we have to take in and say, Life is good. Mm-hmm. And I and and for me personally, like, while faith, I remember being miserable at the job, at the prison, working night shift, and just so miserable that I would like beat my head on the chair, like these chairs we sitting in. I was so miserable, I would get out of my chair, and the only thing that gave me peace was to literally hit my head in the pad of that chair. Oh, wow. And I remember praying like, God, do something. I don't care yeah. what it is. And I remember um, Matt Mabry, uh, you know, he he was my apprentice. He he was like. Why don't you come up and be a barber? And I ain't never in my life. I used to buzz my head to a one. I ain't never thought about being no barber ever. But anything was better than this. And and I just, you know, even my dad was like, nah, don't do that. You got this. You got that. You got insurance. And I was like, but dad, I'm miserable, man. I'm just miserable. Right. And I just remember, like, just taking that leap of faith and my wife being like, yo, you got this. You got that. And, and I was like, I'm going to make it work. And then when I was all in, when I finally decided that I'm done, I'm all in, you know, I was invested. That's when things really started happening for me. And then that's when I, I, I realized that God's got me. Yeah. Like if I if I decide, like Kanye West, if I decide to play, well, I loosely use a Kanye West quote right now, but he, <laughs> <laughs> he, he said, you know, if I feel like playing NBA basketball right now, I stop two years now, I'll be in NBA. I know it. And, you know? But the key thing is that you said, after I invested myself and mm -hmm. trust the process, mm -hmm. yeah. invest it all in. That's and that's what I tell students all the time. Invest yourself into it. Some of them got one foot in, one foot out. And you, but and, yeah. but then the thing is, at the end when they graduating, they're not gonna talk about I was halfway and halfway out. They want to mm -hmm. be on the same pedestal like everyone else. Mm -hmm. But be true to yourself. Be true to yourself and say that I didn't give my all. 
And don't cheat yourself. And don't cheat yourself. Right, right. You, you, you deserve that process. Are you willing to cheat yourself and do that? And lie to yourself and you yeah. said you, you, you came and you gave as much as the next student? That's not fair. That's not fair to you. But you want the same process. You want the same reaping of what you sowed. It's not they want the same harvest. The same harvest. Right, right. That's not fair. What kind of harvest do you want? <laughs> I want my tomatoes to be r- nice and red. Yeah. And, and ripe. And big and ripe. There yeah. you go. Yeah. yeah, I want a big harvest. How you gonna, but but that's such a great analogy. How are you gonna have a garden? I have a garden, you have a garden. Are you looking at your garden? Watered it every day. I water mines once a month, and I accept the same fruit. Got you weeds want the in same it. harvest. <laughs> want the same, that's impossible. And then you wonder why your why your tomatoes ain't even halfway growing. And yeah. that's the analogy we could yeah. all use in life. You want you, you don't come every day, you don't invest every day. Jordan does. Right. So why you should have the same harvest as Jordan? He put in for that. Yeah. Why? Why should you have the same harvest as Jordan? What's up, Randall? Randall's one of our students. Man, I like that hoodie, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a Gator You want to talk about that? What? I thought that was Jalen Hyatt. About that investment? <laughs> What's up, man? What's, What's up, Randall? Thanks for stopping through, man. How did everything worked out? Good. I got into karaoke cut, but okay. you know me. I'm stressed, man. My clippers got... You, you, you'll find it, man. We'll work it out. We'll, what we'll, happened? Somebody, somebody stole your clippers? Yeah. Jordan. It happened to me, too. What happened? Same thing happened to Jordan. Robbed, stole out his car. My car, the trunk. That's oh, <laughs> same That's thing happened to him. That's crazy. You know who did yours? Nah. <laughs> uh, this is a, a serial was, clipper stealer. Was, uh, clipper <laughs> bandit. <laughs> yeah. It worked out for him. It happened. Everything happens for a reason. Man, I'm glad he said that because listen, listen to what this man just said. Somebody took your harvest. Yeah, you you work for those clippers. clippers. You put those clippers in. Yep. But we trying to go around stealing other people's clippers. You trying to go around stealing other people's harvest. You need to put in for your own. Yes. He came in right on time. Same thing. Crazy. Same <laughs> thing happened to Jordan. I remember he's like, man, I got to take a few weeks back from school. I got to work. I'm like, dude, don't don't do that. I'll buy you clippers. <laughs> like, what do you need to do? Yeah. yeah. yeah we we gonna we gonna make it happen for you, Randall. All right. So I gotta go back to school anyway. My car's right on the tow truck. All right. All right. All right. Meet you, man. <laughs> Be encouraged, man. Be encouraged. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But yeah, that's crazy. Who the, but somebody stole his harvest. Okay, thank you. But I'm saying, like, that's just an example. Like, this brother just randomly comes in here. This is how God works. This, this is how I view God speaking to me. Like, the man comes in here, he lost his clippers. He's a barber. He's discouraged, right? He comes in here, we're talking about faith. Same thing happened to Jordan. Jordan, and then Jordan stole his clippers. And then what happened? What happened? Tell, tell him a story, Jordan. Um, so, I uh, let my brother borrow my clippers, and he, I guess he went somewhere, and somebody, it was the car, they parked the car, and they went, and somebody went into the car and stole my clippers out from the back of his car, and um, so, I mean, I was, I mean, I was mad, and obviously, I was sad, because I was, I was, I was going, I was going crazy that way. Discouraged. Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking about how it's gonna put me back on my time on from school, and I had people that I wanted to cut and there's stuff that I wanted to try out, and I was just like, man, I'm gonna have to save up. Almost had like four thousand dollars with the Clippers, um, so I posted on my Snapchat, and I was like, I'm, you know, I'm gonna be out for like a couple of weeks, and people were sliding up and saying that they would send me money mm. for um, for them to, uh, you know, for me to buy new Clippers, and I mean. That really showed me, like, you know, that people like seeing when people actually follow through with their dreams and their passion. And that itself is amazing to me. Because you was invested. Yeah. and You you were invested. It just showed how much, you know, you never know how much people, like, people look up to you or people watch you every day. And when they see you, like, succeeding and investing in yourself, that they want to see you, they want to see you be successful. And that that really was amazing to me. I mean, because people seeing you taking care of your garden. Yeah. So yeah. if you fall sick one day, you know what? I want to keep help Jordan keep his garden going. Yeah. I'm gonna help. I'm gonna go in there one day and water it, and we're gonna team up. And yo, can you water it one day for him? Because mm. we understand the importance of your garden for you. Come on now. We understand the importance of your journey that you go on. You understand it yourself. Because you're gonna need a water hose. Yeah. You're gonna need a hoe, a rake. You know, you're gonna need these essentials to work your harvest. Yeah. Right. It's like your clippers. 
And people understand that. So when people see that investment in you, people want to invest in you more and give right. you more. But you can't just halfway do it. One foot in, one foot out, and expect to get the harvest. Come on now. One foot in, one foot out. Imagine that. If somebody didn't go to school, they showed up, and they didn't go to school, they halfway doing, they complained about haircuts, and then somebody stole their clippers, they'd be like, shoot, they wasn't using them clippers anyways. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he wasn't even right, coming right. to school. But, you know? being, but being real. Yeah. yeah. Being real. You know what I'm saying? And it, no, nobody deserves for you to come to school and disrespect your instructors. Right. Nobody deserves for you to come to school and not come in uniform. Nobody deserves for you to come to school and interrupt other people who, really, who really want to learn. Nobody deserves you to come to school and just interrupt the feng shui and be terrible in the classroom and, and, and being, dis, being a disturbance. You know, and this, is, this is one classroom. We don't have a resource center in a, in a school where we could put kids in a, in a separate classroom just because you want to be disruptive. Yeah. But then if we did that, you'd be embarrassed. Yeah. Is, that, is that what you want to be as a student? You want to be the one who just always disrupting? disruptive and making it a tough day for everybody else there's a there was a dude that when i went to california and he was the dude i was talking about earlier the ball dude i was working for squire and he was like um it was like right near the end of his uh his um thing he was doing on the platform and he was like, i got one more thing to say he said for anybody that is not passionate about this this industry about this you know this we he said just go ahead and stop just stop Completely, he said. We don't, we don't, we don't, don't need, need. We, we don't got, want. We got too many people right. that love and have a passion for this craft in this industry, and we don't need people like you in this industry. And we need to stop. And I was, I thought mm. that was dope. I was like, that's dope. I, but that's real, yeah, though. That's real. That's Man, real I, I and like raw. That. That's sometimes you need yeah. to be real and raw because you can interrupt someone else's development. Why would you want to do that? Why would you want to interrupt someone else's development? And being a barber, master barber, is just not being the best fader. <laughs> It's just not being the best fader. Because all you're doing, you've been perfecting your strength for the past six, seven months and don't want to do nothing else. And even if it's cosmetology, aesthetics, nails, you perfect, you, you, you perfecting your craft and doing something that's your, your strength, but not working on the other things. Yeah. The consultation is the most important part of the haircut, but you're afraid to talk to people. That's part of the faith, right? Yes. Faith, you got to... For faith to really be mature, you got to visualize yourself at the finish line, right? You got to visualize yourself at the end road, the finished product. That builds your faith. But just like my man said, don't interrupt somebody else's process. Don't interrupt somebody else's sowing. They out there trying to sow seeds, but you, you over here being a distraction, class clown. <laughs> disrespecting uh, instructors, you know. People are trying to put in work, and you're going to get out what you put in. Let me say that again. You're going to get out what you put in. So if you put it in halfway, you're going to get out halfway. I, I, I just don't understand. I just, I was just, I'll tell you a story about me. I mean, I, I'm always going to give my all. And if someone's around me who's not giving their all, I, I almost get frustrated and fed up. And I wouldn't say nothing to them. And I'll just have this personal battle with myself. Like, man, come on, man, you can do that. I remember I was in college just playing pickup basketball, and I threw a pass to this guy in the gym, and he didn't flinch. He didn't put his hand up, try to reach for it. <laughs> and I was so frustrated because he didn't try to reach for mm. it. I was so frustrated. I just yeah. like, at least flinch, turn around and <laughs> look at it. Right? Look at it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I couldn't get it. But I knew then I never wanted to play basketball with him again, never. Mm. <laughs> Every time he was playing pickup, I never played with him because I knew he wasn't going to give us all. Didn't even make an effort. They didn't make, he Worse didn't, than not giving y'all. He, didn't, give he a, didn't even make an effort. I mean, it almost seems like one of those kids who come in the playground, he's going home, he's taking his ball. Yeah. I just, I just can't deal with selfish people in any right. manner. You know what I mean? And, and I don't think some people realize how selfish they can be, especially students, when they disrupt other students' learning. And this is for anything we do. NASCAR, baseball, IT, um, criminal justice, anything right. you do in life. If you're disrupting someone else's process, shame on you. Well, if, you, if you're a part of the process, if you don't show up, you, you're still interrupting. 
because that that person's used to seeing you there. You, you got to be predictable. Right, right. right. You got to be predictable. Like, right. If he's not here, why should I be why here? Be, no, yeah. no. You part of the process. You part of somebody else's process. Don't be selfish enough that you want to throw in a towel thinking it's not going to affect anybody else when somebody else may be looking over there encouraged by seeing you there. You signed up for it. Come I, on. I heard an amazing quote the other day, and uh, it was Tyler Lockett and the Seahawks, and they were doing an interview. And the Seahawks have done pretty well this year with a quarterback that people would have discarded. Shout out to Geno. Shout out to Geno Smith. Smith. He deserves it, man. He deserves all his flowers. But yeah, I saw his haircut, too. I looked at his haircut yesterday. I didn't get to see the hair. What did it look like? but <laughs> he needed some help. <laughs> he needed crown. Shout out. He needs, yeah. he, needs Jordan, he needs Jordan Barr. Yep, yep. But uh, the, the quote went, uh, he, they were asking him questions, and they said, and Tyler Lockett went, jumped in front of the mic, and he said, it's amazing what a team can do when nobody cares about who gets the credit. Ooh, big. Man, it was – I got chills. Big. You know, and – and I love Geno, too. I'm, I root for Geno from this time in West Virginia. And he, Tyler Lockett said these rookies came in, and he said all of them together probably haven't said 500 words. We tell them what to do. We give them, we give them advice, and they do it. And he said that's been the difference in our team. Mm. And, I, and I thought that was amazing. And they put it as like it was a shot to Russell Wilson, but <sighs> I think it was just a realistic team view. Right. You know, like when, when, when everybody's just trying to do their job, Under, the team's going to be successful. Under, it's a chain of command. Understand your process. Yeah. You knew that, yeah. Not because you knew that. I mean, you have to – you could be seen and not be heard. And your time will come because yeah. someone else will come behind you and they will teach you'll teach them the process. Play your role. Yeah, like LeBron, when they play for the Heat, they didn't go get Ray Allen because they expected him to drop 30 every game like he used to. <laughs> they just need him to hit that one corner three to take to win the to win the yeah. ring. That's all they needed. That's all they needed. But when he was there when they needed him. And talking about quotes, I heard Colonel Powell said a quote one time. He said, If you put your name on something, do it to your best of your ability. Mm-hmm. If you're a janitor, your job is to be a janitor. Put your name on that because if someone else coming through expect your janitorial work to be spectacular, second to none. Your name is on it. Yeah. That's Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King said, if you're a street sweeper, he said, may you be the best street sweeper oh, ever. He said, yeah. may, they, may them write the name on a wall and say, here is so-and-so, one of the best street sweepers that ever lived. You know, So just whatever you do, put 100% into it. The, and and the, you, will, you will sow equally to what you, you'll reap is equal to what you sow. Your harvest, your harvest will be bountiful. It will be yeah. plentiful. Mm-hmm. Your harvest will be second to none. Your harvest will be the best harvest at the farmer's market. <laughs> That's Bible right there. It says you, if you sow sparingly, you reap sparingly. Mm-hmm. But if you sow bountifully, you reap bountifully. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and, and see, when you, let's go back to the garden. Uh-huh. <laughs> My man was talking about the garden. When you sow, plant tomato seeds, you just don't sow one tomato seed to get a tomato seed plant you you sow many because mm-hmm. some of them seeds ain't gonna come up right you got to keep sowing mm-hmm. right and so that's just part of that's part of you know uh that's part of the process that's part of what god has put in the earth you're not gonna reap every seed that you put in the ground because some of them seeds ain't gonna make it right mm-hmm. it's not gonna have the thank you lord <laughs> when you when you sow you gotta sow in the right conditions yes you just don't sow on hard ground. The, the temperature got to be right. It can't right. be below freezing. Mm. The, the environment has to be right. And yes, you're sir. in a good environment. Yes, sir. So because the harvest is going to come. Amen. You got a good instructor. You got good classmates. You got good equipment to work with. You, you got good classes to, to attend. Oh, you in a good environment to sow. Trust the process. Trust the process. Trust the process. That's big. That's big. Shout out to um, Feedspot for ranking us the top 25 podcasts in the world. Top 25. Po- that's, that means a lot to us. That's huge. That means a lot to us, Feedspot. Thanks for the ranking. And again, leave us a, leave us a, leave us a like. Leave us a review. Uh, hit us up. Let us know that you appreciate what we're doing because we get motivated by our listeners. But let's continue with the lecture on hand. This was a what we, this podcast was. We can go forever. What you guys think about this podcast? Man, I want to talk about them Miyagi moments. <laughs> <laughs> you done gave about five or six of them. Yeah. <laughs> if, if we all if we all can share a Miyagi moment, I got one. My man right here, he shared a Miyagi moment. What did he say? Don't interrupt someone else's development. Don't interrupt someone else's process. When you see somebody sewing over there, paying attention in class and trying to get their work done, don't interrupt that. Don't be that class clown. Don't be the class clown. There's a Miyagi moment for you right there. Yes, come, come. You are, again, 
you always want to come in and and be your. That's why I love football. Football has taught me so many lessons. The quarterback and the receiver scores a touchdown, but that guard, that tackle is equally important. Mm. That running back is equally important for picking up that block to make that play succeed. What's the name said that? Who's the, the Jackson State's? Uh, Deion Sanders. Sanders. They're like, you playing Alabama? He's like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that to our kids. I ain't going to say that. He said, he said, give me a year. He said, the difference in us in those power five schools is not the quarterback. It's not the skill positions. It's those big guys in the middle. Yeah, That's the uh, difference. Them dogs uh-huh. down in the front. Yeah. Yes, sir. That's why he said he called them the dogs. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but people don't see those things. Everybody is equally important. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Everybody, and, and like you said earlier, when you don't show up, you interrupt someone's process. Because someone, you have to be predictable. People expect you to show up because you are so important because everyone learns from each other. And there's something that you will share that you can teach everyone in that setting. Miyagi moment. (laughs) And someone will be teaching you as well. And I think that's one of the biggest moments that I've seen in schools a lot of time. A lot of students, they have a poor experience because there's one student who was just a complainer. Yeah who's just sitting in the corner and he doesn't agree with nothing. He wants something for nothing. He want right. that he want that a participation trophy and everything he's frustrated about. Coming to class loud. Loud. And just just disrupting <laughs> right. everyone else's process. Now he ain't got to say nothing but he loud. Yeah, just, everybody know what he there. Just know. complaining about every little thing and nothing goes right. Everybody listening got one student on their mind right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they know that. Everybody got yeah. the student. Everybody. I mean, it's across the country, across across the world. There's, there's that always one. that one. Yeah, there's that one. And like Jordan called one of them out the other day. He said he he scarred his face up. I'm like Jordan, why you do that to him? <laughs> he did the also, same thing to me. Also, the one I said that that said my my hot taper looked trash, and I was like, all right, <laughs> <laughs> that's all good though. You read what you yeah. sow. I respect the honesty. Yeah, um, and that and that motivates you to push yeah, you. It did. Man, this was powerful today. Right on, right on. Very heartfelt. We could, I, I felt it. Yeah, this this was a great. I mean, and just going back to Mr. Charlie Thompson, um, check him out. Shout out to Charlie Thompson. Yeah, Charlie was he was inspirational yesterday in church. I mean, like again, I said I I use moments like that to just put me back in perspective to understand that life is good. Why do I have a bad day? This guy coming up here, he has no movement from his mm. neck down, and he's talking about I'm at peace. He's smiling. I'm happy. And he's just motivating people at the church. Mm. But we wake up, have all our limbs, and and can go to the best restaurant and right. do what we want. Use the bath, just taking for granted. Using the bathroom when you want to. Yeah. And he's at peace. When he wants to use the bathroom, he has to wait. Mm. He has to wait on everything. But he's sitting there telling me that I'm at peace. I'm happy with my life. So he got a different position on the field. He yeah, see I, things differently. If, t- it's a touchdown. He see a touchdown. Yeah, if that doesn't put you in perspective and put your life in perspective, I don't know what will. I don't know what ain't will. Ain't no bad days. There is no bad days. What is a bad day? Hmm. What consists of a bad day? You might have disappointing moments, something that irritates you, but don't let that succumb and grab your whole 24 hours. Come on now. And while it's on my mind, the quote, the uh, who's to say what's good or bad, the the old, if you, if you get a chance, look it up on Google, who's that's, to say what's good or bad. That's a great story. Yes, that's that's a good one. That, and that falls yeah. in line with everything we talked about today. That's a great story. When I The first time I heard that, I was like mesmerized by that. Mm-hmm. I came to school the next day and broke it down. Mm-hmm. And the students was like, oh, man. Wow. Metaphors, poems, Hmm. quotes those things help us in life so well and so much and we have to start taking more notes of it even like those stories in the bible that's just so wonderful right and uh, we we was talking about um jacob and laban mm-hmm. jacob was a liar a cheater read what you so he read what how god worked in how god worked that's crazy because i was it just randomly brought up because that's what i was just listening to but in the story jacob Jacob tricked his dad, Isaac, in getting his blessing by pretending to be, because he was a second-born son, the first-born son, and he tricked his dad. And I'm listening to this story. I'm like, man, that's messed up. That's just crazy. But God gave it back tenfold because he got tricked into marrying his wife. Mm. He had to marry two wives. He got tricked into working there for like seven, seven, 14, probably 20 years, right? He got tricked out of his cattle and stuff because that's that's what he reaped for himself. That's what he, he sowed those seeds of descent, even though he was still blessed and God stayed with him. He still had to. He still had to reap 
those those terrible seeds that he sowed. That was his heart. Yeah, be, being deceiving. Yeah. Like some students, they will take like a mannequin that's already done mm. and say that, hey, I did my performance. <laughs> It's time to do the practical. You well, I'm can't glad go. you're done. Here's this perm. Somebody just came. Hey, <laughs> hey they pulled a Jacob. Yeah, yeah, they did a Jacob. You know what I mean? But that's how. That's, and that's that's another way that I know God speaks to me. Yeah. In simple things like that, and 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 I brought that up, not even talk, thinking about what we're going to talk about on the podcast, mm. but just in genuine genuine conversation right. and something that I wanted to know. But then, boom, look what happens. Yeah. So that's how I know God talks to Come me. Come on now. That's big. I mean, I. <laughs> I can't thank him enough. You know, you ain't hearing it. Right, listen, right, I can't right. thank him enough. I thank him all the time, every day, and just real, just appreciative of right. where I'm at in my life. And I've always been happy. And I, I know it's something that people have to wait till they get a million dollars or get a new car, they think. Or get a new right. status to be happy. Right. That doesn't bring you happiness. You know what? I'm, I'm just gonna get this out there. I know we're about to wrap up this podcast. I want to thank you guys. Shout out to my wife, Court, and my son, Rim, but. Uh, Man, Mr. Charles here, man. I remember this man was in the shop every day. <laughs> this is before the school. This is this this this, this man on the Sabbath. Listen, this man this man would like follow customers to their car, yeah. open the door. You good? And put them in there. You, you get what I'm saying? I love now, what I did. Now God, now God has he has schools, he has campuses. He traveling the country, speaking to, to large groups. Uh, talking to multimillionaires, this man sold he sold, he, he sold these seeds and he reaping the harvest. People are like, man, why he got this and why he got that? I'm just like, man, this man harvest, man, he put in work for this. Yep, shout out. We'll be in uh, Milwaukee this weekend um, at G's Barbershop. Um, if you get a chance to listen to Barber College Success in, in Milwaukee, um, come down there and check us out. Um, G's Barbershop on Monday. This Monday, November. But shout out to you though, man. Appreciate that, man. Thank I appreciate uh, we we've watched you work. Thank you, thank you. But this is your harvest, man. Oh, I'm, hey. This is your harvest, brother. But the thing is, right, God put us in position to kind of give to as well. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, this, so, so this is not my harvest only. It's, it's the people's harvest. Come on now. You know what I mean? This is not just for me. I'm not, I I am the, the what do you call it, the, the vessel. Right. I'm the vessel, but hey, the destination is broad. Come on now. The destination is broad. We're trying to reach this, take this vessel everywhere. And it's not about me. It's about giving people the opportunity, giving people the chance. I remember when I first started working in the barbershop in Boston. Shout out to Mr. Steele and Spencer. You met Mr. Steele and Spencer. Yeah, Mr. Steele. Mr. Steele said to me, um, Craig, like I'm giving you opportunity and a chance. Don't forget to give someone else opportunity and a chance. Mm. And I never forgot that. And I always took that to heart. Right. Someone gave me opportunity and a chance. So it's my duty to share knowledge. It's my duty to give as well because each one teach one, and each one of us has to imp- inspire someone. Someone had to be my ripple, so I have to be someone else's ripple. Right. Someone was your ripple, Aaron, to get into this ministry. Now you are so many other people's ripple, and that's what it's about. And it gets frustrating when people don't want to share knowledge and don't want to give. Mm. Because if you don't give, how do we expect the world to continuously grow and spend? Yeah. The Bible said, freely give as you freely receive. Oh, all the time. Come on now. We we got a lot of knowledge and wisdom for free, mm-hmm. but we, we want to hold it in. No. And it's not by chance that there's a verse for everything that we said. It is. That is not by chance. You know you, got, you know you got a preacher up in here. Today. Yes, but I'm, I'm just saying, this is not, it's just not coincidence, people. This is, there's no such thing as coincidence. Right. And like I said, I, I can only speak for, for what I believe, and this is what I believe. And, you know, I think that, you know, a lot of people message us about the podcast, but if one person messaged me and says, I found God because this podcast will mean more big. than 10 times more than 50 million Instagram yeah. followers and a blue check, I'll tell yep, you what. Yep, yep, that's big. And that's what it's about. And before I forget, um, shout out to, um, did, did you guys know that Young Dolph was a barber? I did not know that. He told me that. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, so young Dolph was a barber? Yeah, yeah, he was a barber. So, um, oh. <laughs> so he's, so one, there was a, a documentary or something that he said when he first started, he needed to make money. So he used to cut hair. So um, the reason why I'm bringing this up, um, I'm segueing to this point. So November 17th from 4 to 7 p.m., um, the Young Dolph Foundation want to find barbers who are interested in giving free haircuts for that day. November 17th from 4 to 7 p.m. If you're interested, just contact um, Crown Cuts Academy, send a message, and I'll get the message to you out there how you can participate. There's going to be um, some, they're teaming up with the Confess Project of America, and there are going to be some interviews and people coming to your shop. Um, wherever you are, wherever, wherever you are in this country, wherever you are in yeah. the world, we're gonna try and team up with the foundation, the Young Dolph Foundation, yeah. out of Memphis to do something in his honor. 
Um, I think that's big. Yep. So. Right on. <laughs> I didn't know that. I, was, I watched the Kanye West documentary, and he said that he, he thought he could cut hair one day, and he wasn't a barber. He said people were coming in like this, and they were leaving like this. Hey, man, let's pray for that brother, man. Yeah, I mean, he, that's, that is definitely a mental health issue, man. And it's, 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 hey, I mean, we could go on and go on it forever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? So I don't know. I wish him well, and I wish everybody on both sides well. Not just one right side. Right on. Yes, sir. But what you guys think about the podcast today, Joe? What do you guys? What do you think, Jordan? Man, I just enjoyed. I'm doing today a lot. Man. It's very, very heartfelt. I can feel the vibe. I can feel it. Yeah. So it's it's very good experience. Plus, you've been gone two weeks. Yeah, two. It's good to be back. I'm glad. <laughs> I really am. Did you miss what you miss about the podcast? Being able to talk to people, I miss y'all. I miss y'all. I always love being here, man. I really do. It's the vibe. That's what's up. What's up, Mister Mi? What you think? Jordan put one of his realest gems in here, man. Talking about the people helping him out after he died. That's probably the probably to me the most substantial quote that I heard Jordan say. But it's, it's ironic because that wasn't really wasn't planned for him to come I'm down, you, man. That's but, how it works. And talk about his Clippers being stolen, written. but you got to trust the fact that mm. hey, this is the profession I chose and. God will provide, and maybe right, he, right, right. and you know, and maybe what 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 would that have done for him? You right. know, what was going through his mind until that happened? Yeah. Like you just don't know. Like it's just how it works. That's just how it so, is. So it's important for students who are going through stuff who, while they're in school understand you chose you chose this journey for for a reason, a purpose, mm. and when it becomes your passion, you understand the trials and tribulations that you went through to get this certificate, yeah. to get this license, and you'll appreciate so much more. You'll appreciate so much more. And I'm not telling someone, hey, things happen where childcare, you might get sick. But if, if you can, come to school. Because I ask students all the time, I understand things happen to you, but what about those days where you could have came? How many of those days could you have come without knowing the friends? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, a couple. <laughs> well, those days, you need to get your butt to school, come in and learn and do well. Because treat it like it's like you love it. Because when you treat it like you love it, it's going to love you back. Mm. And the quicker you treat it like you love it, the better off you're going to be. Stop delaying your growth. Mm. Stop delaying your progress. Stop delaying your process. And stop being a distraction. Yes. (laughs) I got got one thing. Um, I was talking to Jonathan the other day, and uh, he was telling me, he was like, he said, I've been cutting hair for 15 years. He said, and you've you've been cutting the hair for a year and a half. And he said, he said you he said you really are having to, you've came so far and so fast, and it's kind of scary. You know, he said you, it's scary. Like you know, you know, you know, know like, you know, remind me of Jay Z got a quote: "I came, I saw, I what? I conquered." <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that to say this: like, is if you put in as much as you can into this industry, and you just have fun with it, and really take it to heart. You can you can you can get so good so fast. But yep. you but you could you could have seen Jordan when when I was watching you as an instructor watching you in school. You could see the love you had for Barbara and while you was in school. It felt like I had a second chance. For me, it was like for, me. for Jordan, it was like when I told when Jordan asked me a question, he didn't just benign ask me a question. He asked a question, expected an answer, and when he got the answer, he produced. He processed it. He mm. you could see he retained it. He listened. Right. He he dissected it and he understood it. And that's what made the difference. Yeah. I mean you, you could tell the joy you had when you was in school. And but that's what people see now. You, you know what though? It's something we didn't mention, but I just want to throw this out there. You gotta be a good student. <sighs> like are like ask yourself, like, <sighs> are you a good student? Are you are you teachable? And mm. coachable. There you go. Yeah. Are you coachable? Yeah. And, and you think about so many athletes out there. Some of the best athletes are on the streets right now. Mm-hmm. And the reason why, because they're not coachable. They can't don't want to take, take direction. They don't yeah. take criticism. You you can't tell them nothing. They know everything, right? But they got the talent, the gift set. But they don't have the drive and they don't have the willingness to learn and receive to Sounds be better and go beyond where they are. Sounds like a certain somebody for me, too. And even I, I hate calling players up, but um. What's that, that, that receiver in the NFL? He just kept getting chance and chance and chance. And I thought this dude was going to be the best receiver on the best, Josh Gordon. Josh, Josh Gordon was amazing. He was like, one year. He was one year. But I'm like thinking like, this dude, man, you know what I'm saying? Right. And life happens. He's amazing. But what could be? Mm. What could have been? Right, This right. dude was the short shot Hall of Fame his first year. 
Yeah, had the was, size, the speed, the strength. He was dumb fast. I mean, not not references to Josh Gordon, no. but J. Cole said, he said, you gave up on your dream? Guess we'll never know. Mm. So to me, like that, you're not all in. You're not, not bashing on Josh Gordon. Yeah. I love the dude. I love Josh. I, right. That's like one of my favorite players. Yeah, I was, I was rooting for him the whole time, man. I and I'm like, still rooting for him. Yeah. And I think Kansas City just let him go. The last team just let him go ahead recently. But I was like, yeah. every time he got opportunity, I was like, Man, there you go. Right. Mm. And then, and then, we find not 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 saying that's him, but you 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 know people like like that they they missed the opportunity, but it's everybody else's fault. Oh yes, and that's one of that's one of the things that kind of baffles me when in school. It's always someone else's fault in school. There's a student always blaming someone else about their misdirection, mm. about their mistransgressions. It's someone else's fault. Yeah. There is a log in for you to put your finger in to get your hours. Oh, y'all didn't put my hours in right. <laughs> and then there's a paper to write it down afterwards. Well, it's somebody else's fault that one mm. put in, right? You got two, got two chances to make it right. That's y'all fault. Mm-hmm. And 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 as a student, don't don't get it twisted. If there's something going on, the best thing to do is sit and talk to your instructor, communicate. Yeah, yeah. Because like yeah. with life, we understand life happens. Right, right. But communicate with us. Communicate with a with one of your peers. And don't communicate with a, one of your peers who's a complainer. Communicate with one of your peers who is in school who's a hard worker. Right. Who you think you can rely on, who's going to set you, who will set you straight and give you positive reinforcement. Yeah. Just great direction and great advice. And don't because, wait till the last minute. No. Like, like, if you begin to have problems, talk to them right then. Right. Don't go to the student who don't come to school but once a week. <laughs> Don't go to the student who just want to con- concentrate on just one thing and one trick pony. Talk about people all the time. Don't speak to your instructor. Speak to a a, a pair, a student that's in there mm. who you see who's who's up on his game. Mm. Because how I know it can happen. There's that girl who came to school. She never missed a day, and she lived in Galax, Virginia, which is two hours away. And she was mm. pregnant. She never missed a day. Wow. And she was pregnant, like eight nine months pregnant. Never missed a day of school. And she graduated on time. She almost flew through the program. Wow. Never missed a day. She driving, I think Galax is like, how far? About, I think yeah, she said two, two hours. hours. Yeah. A two-hour drive to come to school. Wow. And never missed a day. And we got some students who live like five minutes away. <laughs> wow. Ten minutes away. I mean, if that's not motivation for yeah. you, I don't know what is. You don't want it. You don't want it. You want that participation trophy. But that's so embarrassing. Yeah. That would be embarrassing if someone come up to me one time and said, man, Craig, you're not giving your all. You want a participation trophy? I would think about that for the rest of my life. That's like getting that honorarium <laughs> doctorate. Yeah. You know, and you didn't earn no doctorate, but they just gave you one. Yeah. We, <laughs> we was talking about that last week. They just gave you one. You, yeah. you want that? Why? So you can, because you got a name, you can give some to the school? You, do you really want that? <laughs> if Harvard's like, yo, am I? You've been killing it, man. I need you to come here and get this honorary. I'm like, yes, I mean, but, I'm but, right but, away. Right. <laughs> hold, hold on. But, but look at it this way you have to put in some work to get that. Yeah, doctor. of course. Yeah, of course. You know, you have to put in some work. Right. Yeah. You do. You've had to put in some work. You had to do some things in your life to show that you're competent in your skill mm-hmm. and your work that you do. Um, you, you've been like, you put your name on your work and you've been doing it well. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I so I guess that's what the doctorate is for too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But still, you still got to feel a little bit queasy. Like, man, y'all just gave me this. Mm-hmm. Is, that's that what you want in, in school? Man, yeah, I got my degree, man. But you ain't got no classes. That's what you do? You pay for your, <laughs> what you do, man? How, how you get it? How did you get it? That's what you want. In a ten month program, you should not be in school for twenty four months. Two years. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know there's people in there that's like that too. Man. That's crazy. I mean, but they just wanted halfway. I mean, if things things come up and things happen, yeah, we understand. And I'm not beating up nobody who has it, who who have a hard time. Because there's generally some people out there who have some things going on, mm. who can't follow through and, and can't right. just can't do it. There's some people out there. There are some people out there. I, I believe that in everywhere. 
but there are some people who just BS through the through the whole situation mm-hmm. and asking for participation trophy. Man, what do you guys think today? I think we had a. I mean, we could speak on this topic forever, but it was great. Word for today: feng shui. Feng shui. Feng shui. What does that mean? <laughs> Ambiance. <laughs> yeah, you like how you do things. The, the vibe. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. That's what you hate about. Word for the day. Yeah. <laughs> the vibe. I remember that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, Jay Bar the Barber once again. Uh 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 uh. This is this was this was a good one. We we have some really good ones the last couple. The weeks, hits keep man. on coming, man. They, they keep coming. Let's get better and better. Well, is, is there a part two to this? We we, 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 we can make it a part two. We can. Everybody's got to come on again, right? Yeah. Everybody who, yeah, you, you, you're a veteran, Aaron. You know how to do it. You're a vet. You say you got to come again. You spend them bars today. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know you. Um, you know, say you got a busy time, but I'm, I'm gonna call you. I'm gonna let you man, know. I'm here, man. I'm just down the street. Yeah, bro. I'm gonna let you know. But this yes, is this. Why I like this is I look forward to this because this is fun yeah, for me. Yeah. I look forward to doing this because it's this a part of the day when you're like, man, yeah, get the podcast today, and it's just fun because you get the fellowship with some good friends. And as we drop in gems, we are learning too, also because we're teaching each other. Yeah. We're teaching each other. So we are learning as much as we're pushing out that information. We learn from each other. Yeah. Mm. Uh. Uh. So, last word. What's your last word, Aaron, before we Man. sign off? Listen, you reap what you sow, keep sowing. The harvest is coming. Yes, and where can they meet, reach you at? If somebody wants to reach you. Hey, go to my website, AaronTMurphy.com, A-A-R-O-N-T, as in Tom, M-U-R-P-H-Y.com. Check out. Check it out. Yes, sir. Mr. Am I? Last faith. word? Yeah, have faith, man. Mm. Who's singing that song? Faith, Gotta have faith, 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 faith. I don't know. <laughs> Another song, though. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just be, be comfortable being uncomfortable, man, and just... Enjoy life and spread love as always. Yes, sir. Spreading love is what we do. Again, you can't reap and sow at the same time because that harvest is not going to come out right. Mm. You can't reap and sow at the same time. But Barber College Success brought to you by Craig Charles of Cronkus Academy JC, Cronkus Academy Bristol, and Craig's Cronkus Downtown JC. Spreading love the Tri City ways. Is one way, but spreading love the Crown Cuts way is the only way. We used to say spreading love the Johnson City way, but everybody was like, man, what about Bristol? I was like, all right, I got to try cities now. <laughs> Bristol, yes, sir. Go, yeah. go Johnson City, Bristol, Kingsport. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Tri Cities. You want to check out the Tri Cities? It's a beautiful place. Anybody want to come and visit, come check us out. We're in the foothills of the Appalachian Mountains. Yes, the Appalachian Trail goes straight through Johnson City. So if you're in the area, check us out. Every Monday, we shoot the podcast at 2 p.m. If you from a, from far and abroad and want to get on the podcast, hit us up. We'll try to Zoom you in or we'll try to get you one if you're in town. But again, thank you. Thank you. Hit, a, hit, um, hit us up. Subscribe. Like. Check us out on YouTube, on all major podcast platforms. We out here. Yes, sir. Hit us up. One love.